uh, this past year, I thought I was broken. I was like, whew, this is, uh, <laughs> we're getting to this too soon. It's like, oh, happening too quickly. <laughs> Even shit that has no reference to me, like, we should go to Toronto more often. <laughs> I was like, yeah. damn. Damn, uh, we need to go. We need to get back to Toronto. <laughs> Even that. So I was supposed to go to Toronto with somebody, and I never ended up. And so I'm like, damn, bro. Like, this, <laughs> oh, like this is too. This is too much. Too quickly. <laughs> and this needs to be the third song. This can't even be the second song. Welcome to episode 15 of Three Disc Changer. I am your beautiful and loyal host, DeAndre Jones. Uh, and I'm here with a couple of goons. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you guys feel about the word goons? Should we bring that back? You know, it's weird. I was literally thinking about that this weekend. What, goons? Uh, that we used to say that. Like, that was a thing. Yeah, the, I don't know if we should bring it back, you know? Not that I don't like the word I just don't like how other people use the word. You know what I mean? Uh, it does have a <laughs> almost racial uh, <laughs> tinge to it these days. You say goons. Goons, goblins. <laughs> Zombies <laughs> unconscious. The young men are straight out of North Carolina. Well, still, one of us still um, in there. But. One of us is still in there, yeah, for sure. The boys were looking great last night. At Alex's wedding, shout out to Alex and Brittany. Absolutely, um, Alex, if you're listening, I've got you. Nope. Uh, shout out to that that one service worker. The, oh, the black dude. Yeah, the black dude <laughs> who's working way too hard. Yeah, he should have let the whites do a little more work. The, Darrell told that man, "Go get one of your, go get one of your white coworkers to come pick this up. You're working too hard." <laughs> I mean, shout out to Table Ten, of course. Shout out to Table Ten. Shout out to the DJ for being a little uh, who would not play a little racist. <laughs> he did not play any of our requests. <laughs> he did not play any of our requests unless we were like specifically said. Wait, two requests. When asked to play a second request from us, he replied with, "How would you guys feel about King Kunta?" <laughs> Which is him saying like, "This is the blackest song that I have." <laughs> he did have the whole theme song against all odds. Yeah, the only way we got him to play songs was uh, Darrell Mitchell told him that they were friends of the groom, like good friends of the groom. And then the second song was Mr. Brightside, and Dwayne must have asked him to play that song for about two or three straight times. hour. <laughs> Dwayne and, asked him to play that literally five times. And he would not play it until we got Alex to get him to play it, which is just insane. Yeah. Um. I'd also like to issue an apology to our listeners because uh, the first 30 seconds or minute of our podcast is going to have bad audio because I forgot to push my record button until just now. So, ooh, um, sorry. We use a little bit of all day today. I'm yeah. I'm going to use a little bit of Craig this episode. That's okay. Um, okay. Well, uh, before we get into it, Ant, do you have any beverages today to tell us about? Yeah, you know what? I decided to listen to the people today. I'm just drinking water. Straight out of my like nice little Yeti like Starbucks cup. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, man. Well, Sometimes yeah, you just need Mount water. Fuji, so I mean, and I have like... Mount Fuji behind me. Yeah. Picturesque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> water is what I drink like the vast majority of the time. Well, speaking of water, I do not have any water in my apartment currently. So, <laughs> <laughs> at all. Yeah, something about a leak in the laundry room, and they're just kind of like, "Yeah, he's working on it." <laughs> Yeah, I can't flush the toilet anymore, so this is a problem. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, shout out to Charlotte Apartments. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> to do this, I mean, for them to do this to you, a government official, <laughs> is just crazy. I took an oath. Yeah, thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um this week we are reviewing um Bartice strange's album uh farm to table this is his newest album and i believe it came out last year 2022 
Um, so yep. very contemporary. And I can talk a little bit about why I chose it. I mean, if you listen to the last episode, you know why I chose it. The short answer is that I'm clout chasing. You're Stan. You said I'm clout chasing. The long answer <laughs> is that I do. I am legitimately a Barty Strange fan, which is why I followed him on Instagram. Um, had a choice interaction with him. And then when that happened, I shot my shot and asked him which of his albums he'd like me to review on my hit music podcast, Three Dish Changer. Um, he uh, chose Farm to Table, and uh, we're here. So uh, I'm excited. I told him that I would tag him when it gets posted. So, you know. Did you, did you really say hit music podcast? Maybe we can write his coattails to fame. I do. I mean, did I you- am a legitimate fan, though. No, but did you legit say hit music podcast? <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I just said my music podcast. It would have been really funny if I said hit music podcast, though. There may be three people that listen week to week. I do want to say, no, that's not true, but I do want to say. <laughs> you said the number's a little higher a little, than that. <laughs> I do, yeah. I do want to say, uh, like, I am upset because you had us listen to yet another British person. I mean, he's he lives in, in D.C. In, now. He He's born in England. He was born in England, all right? Who was the first Brit? Oh, 1975? 1975, we listened to Block Party. That's true. That wasn't my choice. Okay, but we've listened to yeah, but now you would these have are three British people. This is just becoming, like, what are we doing? I think you I know? think it's worth saying that two of those British people are were black. I mean, the Block Party is has a black front man. Oh, then it's true, you know? So it's not like we're just platforming, like, white, white English people, you know? <laughs> Uh, oh, and uh, Bonnie Bear, you know? He's not British, but he's British adjacent. And that's... Uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> Is Bonnie Bear British? No, he's from, like, no. Wisconsin. Oh. Um, Fun fact, Bonnie Bear did live in Raleigh, North Carolina for a little bit. I um, don't hear it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is Barty Strange. I'm pretty sure his second album... Um, my sister was the original person that put me on to Barty's, um, like a year and a half ago. I'm a, I'm a recent fan and I was excited to, to hear that he was putting out a second album. Um, I will, I'll, I'll pop the bubble and say that I think this album is a little worse than his first album. Only a little worse. I don't think it's bad or anything. I just, I think his first album is a little bit better. Um, but this is what Barty's wanted. So this is where we are. um and but i also think it's i think it's cool you know i you know i'm a sucker for like a black indie rock person i'm a sucker for like some genre blending um and plus he lives in dc so you know this this pick was a no-brainer for me it probably would have come around at some point without the actual instagram interaction so do you all want to tell us a little about a little bit about what was happening musically in 2022 aka Four months ago. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I would say this music is pretty adjacent to some of the stuff that we've discussed already, like uh, Boy Genius. Yeah. Yeah. On this podcast. Um, Even so much so that, like, uh, he will be seeing him in June. Yeah. Um, He seems to be um, chill with the Boy Genius people. Yeah, but he's also... also, uh, Toured with uh, Japanese Breakfast, which I listen to quite a bit. That's a big one for Ant. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's toured with Metric and The National. Um, and even made songs with, like, or he's featured on songs with, like, Sadie, which is somebody from this band I used to listen to called Speedy Ortiz. Uh, it's kind of this genre that's, like, bumble- like bubbling up, I guess you could say a bit. I, I, don't, I don't really... I don't think there's like a name for it just yet. Uh, it's definitely pop, but it's not like the Taylor Swift, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen kind of pop music. It's I don't know if I call it pop it's, personally. It's got like an it? indie twinge to it, you know. Yeah, so I don't know if I'd call it like I don't know if I'd call it pop personally, but uh, no, I'm not saying this album, but I'm saying the music. Yeah. Overall, especially the music that he like, I mean the other acts he's associated with. Yeah, are like an indie pop sort of kind of thing. Yeah. Um, um, this is more of like an alternative, like an indie rock. Uh, yeah. Kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the circle 
of people that he's associated with and the style of music that he's kind of wedged into is definitely not foreign i think to this group of this group of, of podcasters yeah uh, but you two sure. had never listened to him before right you, you, you heard his kyoto remix or right yeah that's it yeah we heard the kyoto because you sent it to us but that's about it okay overall sentiments how was your how was your how was your listening experience to this album generally uh for me i was a little worried at first <laughs> i was like deandre picked another noisy organized oh my god <laughs> album but no no it like that quickly dispersed and um yeah overall i enjoyed it um i literally just spent like the last two hours um kind of going through almost his whole discography uh like cleaning up stuff around my house it's definitely like enjoyable um and uh i have a lot to say especially about the beginning of the album but we'll get there cool uh i was pretty surprised i didn't know what to expect and then i was like oh yeah this shit's hidden <laughs> this might be my, my most unique... positively received album yet he's got a unique <laughs> voice i would say yeah, he has a really a unique singing voice that I think he he utilizes pretty well. Um, okay, positive start for the young man. The young man being me, not Bartiz. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, you haven't heard what he had to say on specific songs yet, so I'd yeah you never I, know. <laughs> so I will say that um, just to give some context around like my experience, I've listened to this album many many times. Anyone that knows me knows I do a top 15 list of albums every year. So this was part of like, you know, the albums that I was considering for that ended up not making it. Um, but I still was like really familiar with it from my listening experiences from that. And I, you know, I, um, I really enjoy this project. I do have thoughts about, um, I think one half is like way stronger than the other half. So we can get into that. Uh, but I think, you know, I think we should start with... Let's start with uh, let's start with Lowe's. Start with Lowe's. What are what are some things y'all didn't like about the the album, the track list, whatever? You want to go closer? I'll let you go first. All right. So basically, where I really started disagreeing with the album, <laughs> and, and and I don't even mean like hard, like yo, what is this? Like kind of like what I've said before in the past, where that part, that moment when you realize like you don't really know what you're listening to, that never really happened. But there was this point when I stopped enjoying it as much, and that is we were only close for two, like two weeks. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's when it started to like uh, not fall apart, but I definitely um, wasn't paying attention, wasn't enjoying it as much or vibing with it. Um, uh, it's not a very short album. Uh, it's pretty much almost the perfect length um, that we've talked about here on the on the the pod before but um yeah that's where that's 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 a point for me okay i'll say that i i mostly agree with you i think this album is pretty top heavy i think the front half is like fucking hidden and i think the back half especially on some of the some of the slower tracks lost me a little bit tends to lose me a little bit i don't think that i don't really think there's a bad song on this album you know there's not a king kong here um <laughs> is that but, the new standard for <laughs> i think i truly think it is i think king kong is a, is a horrific song so like um <laughs> there's not a king kong here by any means i was waiting for mitchell to come at you at that wedding for <laughs> mitchell did you didn't you weren't there mitchell did he the first thing he said to me before y'all got there was so you really didn't like pilot talk huh <laughs> Because I don't and know I if said, you know, he's said, Mitch, It's not that I didn't like it; I just don't think it was like for me. And he was like, "What did you like about it?" <laughs> like, he like, he like, he really took me to task about it. I I forgot yes. in the moment. I should have asked him about King Kong, like how you feel about that song. Because I'm shocked. I'm shocked that he listened to it. I'm keep it real with you. I mean, he's the biggest uh, currency fan I know, so <laughs> by far. <laughs> Yeah, I had um, someone what? message me about how they agreed about uh, Snoop Dogg on Sea Change. So we, we, we got <laughs> a lot of feedback that. on that episode. It was, it was very good. But yeah, sticking to this. Sticking um, to this. Um, yeah, no, I there are some, some of those tracks on the back end, specifically, um, you know, 
I thought black gold is cool. I don't know if it, it added a lot for me personally to the track list. And the first like nine tenths of Escape the Circus, I feel like is okay, but I love that explosion at the end of that song. Um and I like the you know, the message of it. But I do really like the closing track, Hennessy, I will say that. So it's not the it's not a it's not a blanket statement for the entire back half for me personally, but I do feel like the first half is way stronger. What do you think, Klassen? I see I see you pondering over that. Uh I didn't like Hennessy as a closer. Okay. I don't is know. It, I just is it because you don't like black people? <laughs> sure. If you want. No, <laughs> you, you got me. If you want to get racist about it. <laughs> no, I just, uh, it's a little slow, you know? It's a little, I felt for the rest of the album to end it on an acoustic joint. Yeah. I wasn't as, uh, you know, down for that. Mm-hmm. Well, you where would you have ended it? What would you have ended like? What would you have ended it with? I guess probably Black Gold. Uh, you know. Oh, so you, but do you want do you want Hennessy off the track list, or do you just think it's not a good closer? No, I think you just put it somewhere. I just didn't like it as a closer. I mean, it's all right as a song, but got it. Okay. I just I feel kinda, it didn't match the energy of the rest. Yeah, no, I get it. It definitely sticks out, but and especially really, compared to the first half of the album, where yeah. it's you know. But I do really like the, I like how, you know, it's kind of like a group sing at the end. You know, I like, I like how course. raw it is. It's a good chorus. Yeah. What's your, what are y'all, what are y'all's like bottom songs though? I, I would say that like, I did notice like the chorus and like the almost choir sound to a couple of the songs. And I was like, yeah, this, this is why DeAndre liked this shit. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't like I don't like the like the typecasting that's happening as a result of us sharing albums. Because now I feel like targeted for no reason. Like I feel like offended when you I don't know whatever. It's I mean, if anything, does that mean you got to switch up how you picking these albums up? Well, yes. I, in a nuts to be clear, here, this was not, I mean, I this this album is here because because Bartiz asked for it. <laughs> I was gonna throw some. I was probably gonna. I was honestly gonna give us a softball, probably. I will say, but not following your heart, obviously. I mean, that's gotten me nowhere on this fucking show. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, okay. What are your what are what are some of y'all's like least favorite song songs? Honestly, I I I've pretty much already said it. It is, I guess it's Escape the Circus. Um, we're only close for this these for like two weeks. I don't like, really count that it's not, personally. It's, it's, it's not, yeah, it's not really much of a song. Exactly, exactly. But um, that's where like the dramatic changes for me, and so that's like where the most association comes for from. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say "Escape the Circus" is probably like my least favorite. Because um, mm-hmm. I mean, I like Hennessy. Basically, if you if you make acoustic anything, I'm I'm there. I don't. Know. <laughs> it's unfortunate, <laughs> but it's true. Yeah, on some of these sad tracks, I was like, I bet Ant's gonna love this shit. <laughs> some of these slow sad joints, I was like, I feel like yeah. this is gonna be interesting. But um, but yeah, so yeah, skip the circus. I would say. Awesome. You know, I'd actually probably all end it on escape the circus with that big blow up you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, feel that. Sorry, I'm thinking the other shit. Because it builds up, and then after that. But maybe like Black Gold? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> to me, to me, that's just the most meh song. I, like, yeah. Like, maybe that's the one if you made, if you put a gun to my head and made me cut a song. If you put a gun Seems the entree wants me to go. I mean, yeah. I am, you know, that's my job. <laughs> I'm not, this isn't in the fir- in the second half. I'm not a crazy big fan of Cosigns. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's the worst song. It maybe doesn't fit the rest of uh, the vibe. Is that the one where he talks about he comes from 50 feet? Shooting from 50 feet. Yeah, right? he's like, I pull up from 50 feet or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, 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 liked, I like that he's talking his shit on the song, but I just don't know if it goes over as well as I'd like for it to musically. That's all I'll say. Uh, I agree. I, I liked like what he was saying. Um, and he was talking about I, being with Phoebe and being with Lucy and shit. Like he was talking about boy genius. <laughs> I would even say like I I liked his flow on the song, and I like the idea of you um, rhyming like that on a beat 
you know, like this, but not the, not that beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say that on his last album, he also had like I think one or maybe even two like pretty R&B and hip hop inspired tracks, but I think they I think they were better on the last album than they were on this album. Um I will say it was funny to hear the N-word over uh, a beat like you know, like some of the music like this. Yeah, I love that. Like, I love that, that genre. Nigga and rock <laughs> like, oh, I love it because <laughs> you don't hear that a lot. So I was just like, oh, what? <laughs> I love that he's saying nigga and rock songs so much. That is something, uh, because like I did listen to a little like more than Kyoto, but not enough to absorb. Um, but I heard him say it on a couple like other songs. When DeAndre first showed uh showed me that that one, and I thought the same thing. I was like, "Oh, that's different." I was like, that's... "You could do that." <laughs> <laughs> Even on Heavy Heart, he said, "I'm a rich nigga, brand new." <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off guard every time because I'm used to it being like a Phoebe Bridges type situation. Where I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think you could slip that in there." <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's. I mean, yeah, we can transition into kind of some of the higher points. I, I mean. I think that he does like rock so well. So immediately these like these faster paced, harder hitting tracks are like what jump out to me as being my favorite parts of the album. Um, and I wish there was more of them. His last album had more of them. I wish that this album had a little more of them. He's trying to spread his sound out a little bit. Try to, yeah. You know, I get that little, little diversity. Um, but I mean like fucking heavy heart, man. Oh, I love what, heart, what an album opener. My God. Oh yeah, that's, and that's, that's the song, song when I don't know what this dude's supposed to sound like, and all of a sudden you hear that shit. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> and it starts like it starts slow, and then that shit kicks in. Woo! Yeah, that song was too relatable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel just like my dad. I don't even really yeah. feel like feel like my dad like that, but I was like, damn. <laughs> Uh, this past year, I thought I was broken. I was like, "Whew, this is uh, <laughs> we're getting to this too soon. This is <laughs> happening too quickly." <laughs> Even shit that has no reference to me, like we should go to Toronto more often. <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Damn, damn, mom, we need to go. We need to get back to Toronto." <laughs> Even that. So I was supposed to go to Toronto with somebody, and I never ended up. And so I'm like, "Damn, bro, like, <laughs> oh, like this God. is too." This is too much, too quickly. <laughs> I, this needs to be the third song. This can't even be the second song. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, the core, I never want to miss you this bad. I never want to run out like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. This song is, I mean, musically, lyrically, like dynamically, it's definitely my favorite song on the whole project. Yeah, one through three is heaters. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, one through three. <laughs> heaters. We can run through this whole, I mean, yeah. Moholland, Mo- Moholland Drive. Moholland. Moholland. Oh yeah, that was good. That song was yeah. good. Oh yeah, <laughs> that song's fucking good too, man. Another like sticky chorus. A little like Ratchet. breakdown at the end. Oh yeah. See, I just put it on and I gotta turn it off. It's just so good. <laughs> This song, this is he says nigga in this song too. I'm your nigga, I'm your friend. Yep, yeah, he says that in this song too. So good, so good. Um, I think of the of the the initial run of three, wretched is my least favorite, but I think it's still really really good. Yeah, I think it's hard to beat heavy heart, and that's like you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why that's that's why it's a single, right? Like, yeah. Wretched is feels a little commercial to me. If I don't know, it felt like a little disjointed. Like they're like these are kind of two songs mashed together. But who am I? <laughs> Just a guy. I still like it. I still listen to it. Um, I do like Cosigns. Um, that's probably okay. like my second favorite, second favorite song. And um, Hold the Line is is very good as well. Mm. Yeah, I like the whole line, man. <laughs> He's like calling for his mother now. Is that what he says? Yeah. Just like this, like this child is calling for his mother now. Oh, 
yeah, no, it destroys me. It's it's heart wrenching. And it's not it's not a very like you know uh like lyrically like very dense song. You know, it's yeah. It, he he repeats himself quite a bit in his verses. The verses are only a few lines, and it's a chorus twice. Um, but uh, you can really feel like the emotion in it. I think I think that's like his best quality, right? Is you can definitely tell how much um, sometimes not not only that he believes in himself, but how much he's kind of like laying out on the line and wearing his heart on the sleeve um, yeah. in his music. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, I didn't realize the song was about uh, like the George Floyd protest as much as it was until I started doing research for this episode. Mm. Um. Um. But yeah, I mean, heart wrenching. It's like he, he does, like, just like you said, he does a really good job of like communicating that emotion. His voice, I think, really lends lends it to like, I don't know, this like kind of like reflective, like raw, almost like you know, almost like he's like on the verge of tears. And I feel like you get that a lot on this song. Yeah, it's more yeah. soulful than technical, you know. But yeah, he can still fucking sing. But oh, he can fucking sing. Oh, yeah. for goddamn sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> uh how'd you guys feel um about about tours any thoughts about tours i don't have many thoughts about tours i'll say that yeah i was gonna say i would i don't have any um, i like the guitar playing it's a good thought i agree there's a lot of interesting chords in there i like a little balladry you know a little a little, a little slow slow song for the sake of it being a slow song but yeah it's oh, one of my like do. one of my less remarkable songs um, on a lot of these songs, he's actually working with other other people. Um, on only one, two, three, about only about four of these songs, he's he's like it's just him. Oh, um, interesting. Doing a lot of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. On in terms of guitar or just like generally. Uh, I'm not sure how like how far is it, but like like in the credits and everything, it's listed as like, I think like on tours, it's uh, Steph, Marzano, and him. Got it. Okay. How'd you, uh, so like, so you said you found him like through your sister mm-hmm. and then like, what has made you like, is it just that it's not just that, but I mean, cause it's pretty important. Like, is it that he's, you know, a black man making this kind of music that really like stuck with you? Um, I mean, no, I think truly what stuck with me were the songs themselves. There's a song called specifically, there's a song called Stone Meadows on his first album um that just like blew me away the first time i heard it continues to blow me away and to you know that's that's my favorite barty strange song by a lot um mm. and that kind of like pulled me in to just like listen to the whole his whole first album live forever and i really liked it so i was just like you know and i think the like obviously the whole the the aesthetic and the whole package matters and i'm sure that's like part of, of the course. reason why i love this shit so much but after we after we do this pod, you should listen to Stone Meadows. Like he's like singing his ass off. He's like screaming, and it's like really really good, in a way no, that yeah, def- um in a way that I you know in a way that you don't I feel like you don't often hear from like a rock, uh you know a rock band slash like rock artist that's like a black person you know yeah for sure so that's that's like the icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> if that's like the that's like the this is sick and it's sicker because of this and i get to feel sick when i like say oh you should check out barty strange you know like i get to be the guy that like knows him not knows mm. him personally but like knows the music well now nah, i mean after chasing this cloud after the cloud chase who knows i live in dc too barty's maybe we should link up oh I, w- <laughs> I would buy you drinks Got a bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Clausen, like you and me, as people who did not listen to him much before, do you think like this is someone you'll probably like keep trying to pay attention to? Like, yeah, I'm gonna definitely check out that that first album for sure. Because yeah. with Kyoto, it wasn't quite what this is. No. So I think if I had just left it to that cover, I would have been like, yeah, I'll go look. But like, listen to this. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to the back catalog. You know keep the eye out yeah for uh, sure i'm not gonna say i like that like his kyoto cover more than i like the original but also that i like his kyoto cover as much as i like the original for different I mean, the reasons maria's, the maria's have the best kyoto cover but you know it's just, shit it's I, I ain't even heard that one sorry i didn't even <laughs> <laughs> i ain't oh, so you gotta, <laughs> let me not step up you gotta listen to the other one with the string arrangement on it that thing is beautiful <laughs> it's really it's really wild <laughs> 
um yeah i mean i think i've said all i need to say about this album i like it um i think i think it's top heavy i think that's fine you know Um, i would agree i agree the same thing i think it's a it's a top heavy album um that doesn't overstay it's welcome yeah for sure would you if you could would you stretch out these three beginning tracks like would you like put them in different places or would do you think that you just want more tracks like that throughout the album it's a good question um no i think um i think the album works as a whole like Uh clausen said like he didn't want to take out like hennessy i think you just add two more songs Mm. yeah i think having those three in a row helps push you through the rest kind of not to say that the rest is bad but it gives you that you know but i did i did feel like i was like on my first listen I felt like I was waiting for more tracks like those three, you know, and they didn't mm. really come. Like those are like kind of the three that you get. Yeah, I I agree that they that they don't come. Um, I think you keep those three there, especially because maybe like stumbling onto him as an artist, you don't really you don't really know what you're you're in for, right? And as soon as you hear those three songs, you're like, no, I'm I want to see what the rest like what this guy yeah. does with the rest of this stuff. For sure, and so you, so you keep them there for sure, um, for sure, just to keep people around. Yeah. So I thought I mean I think maybe on my first listen I was like, oh okay these are cool. Damn I do want another like banger though. But you know with repeated <laughs> listens the songs like hold the line and songs like Hennessy and like you know even um, escape the circus to some extent have really grown on me and like I appreciate what they do for the project the different kind of sides that you get from it yeah Um, yeah and and also there's just like they're not bad like he's not making bad music and he's not disrespecting your time i did i think that's like that's huge (laughs) oh love a love a tight album (laughs) yeah yeah you definitely don't want it to drag you know yeah even when like you know maybe you're not enjoying it as much you're like oh there's only two more songs left and and it's not like you don't like those songs you just so you're just gonna let it play out you know what i mean yeah, have y'all listened to Dijon? Yeah, I listen to Dijon. I feel like sometimes they remind me of each other, Dijon and um, Bartiz. I think Dijon's opening for Boy Genius too. Yeah, he'll be there as well. Oh, so fucking good. Um, I was hoping Joji would be there as well, but he's he's not. I feel like Joji would be a little weird for the with the remaining crew. Like he'd be very different. Uh, he's he's gonna do with the Steve Lacey one, so like two days before. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Should we move into a, a little a little rating action? If you feel yeah. it. Um, I'll go first. Sure. Why not? Sure. Go um, ahead. ten. Give it a ten. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna, gonna give it a ten. I have the fu- this is the first album. Not this is it's not the first album. This is like the. This is like one of the few albums that we've done that I have a literal rating for, you know. Like I literally, yeah. I literally rated this album. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna see if I can find that real quick. But I will say, without staring at my spreadsheet, that I give this album, um, um, I would give it Just- in. See, this is another situation where seven point five feels too low and eight feels too high. Um, I'd give it. I'd probably give it an eight. Just for rounding purposes, it's right around there for me. I am definitely missing. I'm missing some of the high-paced tracks, um, but I love that it's a tight 34 minutes. I love. I mean, I love most of the tracks on here. Um, and when it's hidden, it's fucking hidden. So yeah, I'm gonna go with an eight. What did you What did you rate it when you rated it? I'm trying to find it now. Because uh, that'd be that'd be an 18 pages of spreadsheet to go through. So. Yeah, um, yeah in, the, in the context of list okay this is actually wow okay i'm surprised with myself i rated it, it um so track i give each uh, each track a score of one to ten and then i average them out and that's the rating um it got a 7.8333 repeating so that's you know rounding up that's an eight yeah, yeah. see this man he sticks to the script listen i'm that's this is why this is why I get mad when niggas call me a ten guy because like I truly I truly am committed Who's to this you a math. Ten guy? You y'all call me a ten guy all the time. No, I think Alice called I, you a ten guy. 
I truly am committed to this shit, like this craft, you know, like I'm not I'm not fucking around here and he's got a know, spreadsheet, goddamn. <laughs> I got a spreadsheet and I'll say let's see, he fell 16 Oh, this one you did your extended list? Um, you know, I rank I I rank every single album that are that's on my oh, you... list and then I only take okay. the top 15 and put them on on the mm. He was he was sitting at um 31. My he's my 31th 31st best album. 31. 31th. That's a weird number. Um, <laughs> that's a weird way to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird way. It's just a weird number to say. Yeah. 31. 31. Um anyways. No, I like it. 31th. We're going to say we're just like yeah. that. <laughs> what are y'all giving it? Um I kind of agree with you. Like 7.5 feels too low. Um and 8 feels too high. I definitely think I really enjoy what he's trying to do with this album. The different topics he's touching on, uh how the how the music just uh sounds together and the beginning is so strong. But there's no standout, you know, besides like you know, the first three stand out, but what really stands out is heavy heart rate. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the 7.75. Mm. See, I don't know we could do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought no we rule. had to stick to point fives <laughs> or rounds, but it's okay. I mean, no, I, gave I, it a I got you. I'll go with three. The, we can stick, we can stick with one. Let's stick with one thing. <laughs> okay. Close. So, what'd you give it? Uh, an eight. Eight. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to agree. I was thinking 8.5 just on the surprise of how this album was. But I think eight's, I think it's a good fit, man. Eight. Unanimous. Yeah. I think it's rare that we're unanimous. That's probably yeah. the first time. Um, no, we, I think we all really like this, this, this whole project. Yeah. I'm in for it. Um, okay, so let's do picks and then let's do the on repeat. Um, who is next? Is it Clausen? No, it's it's Ant. it's me. It's me, and so oh, you, I'm. You so damn right. I'm okay. at a, I'm at a crossroads. Oh. Um, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> so don't make that up. He's like, he's like, I'm begging you. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really, and you know, this, I'm gonna show my hand here a bit. So I'm kind of stuck. Um, I kind of want to go with this is it by the Strokes. Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I like the Strokes. Um, I probably don't listen to enough, like at all. But everything I've ever heard, I've really, really enjoyed. Um, Seat at the Table by Solange. Mm. <laughs> Very different. <laughs> um, opposite of... I'd, I'm going to have to get retaken to task. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hell Hath No Fury. Wow, which, which is a uh, clips Jesus. album, which uh, it's one of the last legitimate albums that Double XL gave a Double XL rating to. Sorry, uh, gave a Double XL and the source gave a five mics to, which mm. at the time was a big, was a big deal. Um, yeah, hip hop magazines. Um, Love Deluxe, which oh, is so you have you haven't narrowed this shit down at all. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I, I'm I'm asking for help here. I'm asking for help. So. Love Deluxe by Sade. And um, what I'm going to pick, though, (laughs) is Voodoo by D'Angelo. This man. (laughs) (laughs) I would have got there one day. Um, I didn't didn't want to just be the hip-hop guy. Oh, it's a Uh, banger. (laughs) Um... I wanted to listen to an album that I know that, you know, me and Clausen have talked about, but I think um, a lot of the people that like that listen to this podcast and listen along with us and stuff uh, probably haven't heard. Uh, Beyond one song, maybe. Yeah. No, for sure. They've heard that one song, but that's about it. Yeah. Um, Have you heard this album? I have not heard it in full. I've heard a lot of tracks from it. My mom was a huge D'Angelo fan. Um, obviously, I mean, obviously if you're like making love is like the, you know, that's the, the premiere from this thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm scrolling through the track list now. I know. How does it feel? I know. Play a play a, Oh, how does it feel? So good. <laughs> um, 
I'm excited though. No, I'm really excited. I I uh need to be more of a student of like the, you know, of like the the kind of OGs of like not OGs but like some of like the really really like kind of big '90s and um, we want the neo two thousands names as it relates to R and B. So, um, I want you know I'd like to be more like more well versed in D'Angelo and um artists in this realm. So I'm excited. Yeah. This is a good pick. Ooh. I do think that you were just flexing before. You were like, oh, I want to pick all these things. No, no. I think I'll get to all those eventually. Or one of us will. Um, at least a couple of them. Um, I really I'm am with... interested in looking back at Hell Hath No Fury because it's the album I really enjoyed at the time. Uh, but I, the album, I don't necessarily know if it's aged that well. I really I really was having trouble. Um, but I did want to go with Voodoo because I didn't want to just stay as the, the hip-hop guy. So hip-hop adjacent at least. Mm. It's gonna be a sexy week next week. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't want to go with Shaw Day because we've been on the slower side lately, you know. So I didn't want to go there. And this is it is such a banger that I was like, no, because that's gonna be mm-hmm. too like, you know, um, everyone's gonna agree on it. So yeah, yeah. My favorite Stroke song is on that album. It's also called "Is This It." Just so you know. Oh yeah, sorry. What's the favorite Stroke song on that album? Someday. That's my favorite Stroke song. Oh, yeah. Also, the almost the biggest one on that album. So, yeah. Um. Okay. Fantastic. Good pick. Um. Tune in next week for a really horny episode of Three Dish Changer. Oh yeah, that's gonna be. <laughs> it's about to be. It's about to be wild horny in here. Uh. Okay. On repeat. Listen. Uh. Before we get into this, I'll say. I listened to uh, Ant's pick from on repeat for on repeat a lot. Um, I really like this uh, the track um, from the, from Men I Trust that she recommended. Yeah, it's really good. I really like good them. Song. I say that because it is on my on repeat. It's number two in my on repeat right now. Um, music dissemination, if you will. Number one is. For me, is a song called Life Party. It's by TWRP. And I discovered the song like a week and a half ago. It's just like this fun, like funky bit of um pop that's saying the dude the dude's using a talk box the whole time. It's just like him and a talk box. And the the song's just about like Yo, it's kind of crazy and very rare that you're like that we're all alive and doing this thing. It's just a celebration of like of like being alive and like the joys that come with it. So it's a very positive little ditty. Hmm. Number three is the new Drake song, which I'm not gonna go over because it's the new Drake song. One thing and the other one I do want to highlight is a song called Equip Equip Sunglasses. It's by Hot Mulligan. Hot Mulligan's like a pre- a contemporary kind of like pop punk lightly screamo band. Um that the kids oh, I saw them. To. You saw them? Yeah, they opened for the Wonder Years. I just remembered. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, no, I really like their song "Equip Sunglasses." I've been playing it a lot, and that's so. Those are my my on repeats this week. They killed it. I bet the singer's really fucking good. I'll go. So number one of on my on repeat is "Yukon," which is the interlude by Joji. Um, mm. It's really funny that I mentioned him earlier. Um. It's just really like a really it's an interlude so it's just a track that kind of has you like floating there for a little bit and thinking back a bit to like what you're doing with I love the, the interlude man yeah um I really do kind of he painted like a really good picture about like his environment he's talking about like he's at the chevron and you can tell he's kind of like maybe outside. It, it's just, it's just really good. The track's only about two minutes long. Um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, and my second is uh, slightly embarrassing, but is "I Wish" by Kodak Black. Now, <laughs> I have been a big uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say Slander. hater, but I definitely condemn a lot of uh, things. Uh, Kodak Black. Has Rightly done. So. Um, he, I mean, <laughs> he played. Not, not a lot to love there. Yes, but 
he has a very unfortunate career in the sense that I actually think he is a he. I would consider him a like a conscious rapper. Uh, if you were to listen to like his <laughs> albums, albums, and and that sounds really wild to say, but like listen to a song like um, "I Wish" or 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 uh, "Picture Paint" and stuff like that, and um, he's talking about his environment a lot. He's talking about like how he wishes he didn't live the life that he did, that he didn't make the mistakes that he did, and whatnot. Um, but you know, he is a guy that does continue to make them. Okay, the wild Kodak Black coming from the ant corner. <laughs> Uh, you well, know, sometimes you got to support other Florida dudes, you know? <laughs> so you, everyone heard it. Just identified as a Florida dude. I'm never going to let you put that down. <laughs> All right. All right. What you got? Yeah, mine are pretty embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ari, on a grind again, bro. Uh, on the way to that wedding, it was... Uh, Someday by Nickelback. <laughs> that's a that's and a banger then, uh, though. We did it just is, talk. We did just know. talk about it. Oh yeah, that's a banger, bro. And then one last breath by Creed was number two. Damn, you was in the whole vibe. <laughs> yeah, bro. And then number three, True Blue off the New Boy Genius. So that's what that one's a, good a, album. a good pick. All right, before we go, two two because oh, no. we we got we have a hard out here in a, in a little bit. We have a hard stop at <laughs> seven minutes. <laughs> What's your favorite track on the Boy Genius song on the Boy Genius album? The new one. Yeah, everyone um, go. I bet DeAndre didn't get in there yet. I hadn't. I, I haven't listened to it yet. Yep. <laughs> we're we're all weird in the way that like sometimes we we take even though we really like an artist, we'll take our time. To get to oh, the yeah, music yeah, yeah. they released, no, because I feel like I feel like I need to have time to process it. You can't just like, you can't just put on the new boy genius. You gotta like be ready for it. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh, uh, I really like Emily. I'm sorry, that's a good fucking song. Emily, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about you? Uh, uh Satanist. Okay. That song is great. <laughs> Better question: Have y'all heard? Scaring the hoes yet? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> scaring the hoes. Is that what we're doing? Are we scare? Are we scaring the? Uh... Oh wait. Okay. So JPEG Mafia and Daniel Brown put out a collaborative album called Scaring the Hoes, and it's really fucking good. Which is wild because I would say that like JPEG Mafia is scaring the hoes music on his own. <laughs> they're both. They're that's. They're both scaring yeah, the hose music. That's true. I don't think People Danny Brown like, is as exhibition. much scaring the hose music. Like, and when we say, sp- are you kidding me? The- what do you mean? I think he has tracks you can just throw on that are so wild. He said, that- "I got a penis pump for your vagina monologues." Love <laughs> a feminist bitch. Oh, I guess my dick hard. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's those are Danny that's, Brown bars. That's him just you know supporting feminism. I don't what what's the problem with that. Okay, we're done with this. <laughs> no more of this. Um, listen to that. I listen. I'll say this: if y'all don't, if it's not, if it's not in circulation by the time my next pick rolls around, I very well might pick it because that album is fucking good and it's and it's really interesting. Look, I stopped listening to JPEG Mafia when he decided he was going to sample um, an Edge song, um, the Wrestler Edge. Yeah, I know. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you stopped um, because of that? Y'all hear the new Don Tolliver? Yeah, I don't know how to feel no. about it still. I think it's pretty mid. It's mid, but there's mid, some, there's some m- joints mid-positive. on there. Mid-positive, not mid-bad. Like I really like that song that's like, Something's telling me you never had a shopping spree in New York. <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> I think it's pretty bad, actually, but I do like it a lot. I mean, and it has like one of the best feature lines ever, right? What does he say? I don't take, I don't take, sorry, I don't take hoes on no date unless they got pretty feet. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta re-listen to it. The Justin Bieber verse is so bad; it was like sh- overshadowing the future. <laughs> Um, Hard to so do. I gotta I gotta get in there again. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, I you know that's that's good. That's a uh, where that's that's doing a lot of work to stop kink shaming about feet. You know, fair enough. 
I will say that I just really appreciate the Toro Imwa, Toro Imwa, uh, feature on the Don Toliver album. Yeah, Tori Moy, Imwa, whatever. Um, I, I, it, his, well, whatever album that was where he's eating like calamari or whatever the fuck, underneath the pine. Um, straight up is one is one I've considered talking about here. Straight up, his album last year was pretty good too. I don't think he's putting uh, anything okay. bad out. You never listened to him? Oh, I did, yeah. I just don't. I think everything he puts out is good. Oh, uh, okay, okay. He's in his own say, lane. You, know? you strike me as a big Toro nigga. Like, <laughs> I was like, you, you gotta be a Toro and Moi nigga. <laughs> it um, looks like if you put Donald Glover with the guy from the IT, the IT crowd. He looks exactly like that. Whenever <laughs> I see him, I think of the guy from the IT crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 hard outs coming up in three minutes aka hard stop um <laughs> anything else you boys want to say before we get out of here no that's it go listen to uh i'm the villain hi um, hit, hit hit podcast that's what i'm doing in three minutes i'm recording three webbies <laughs> <laughs> please stop lying i do not have three webbies <laughs> they're up not for yet. a potty of the year um yeah, it's bro. on youtube <laughs> Hot potty, man. You guys go uh, check it out. <laughs> I, I'm the villain pod. Go check it out. It's a hit podcast. It's very good. Um, hey, I'm on um, it, and I'm talking about different things. He's on it. He's uh, the host. He's one of the hosts. Of yeah. Podcast, I'm yeah. on it every week. I don't know. <laughs> I'm on it spot. like he's guesting. No, yeah, it's his podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am. I, I, I didn't lie. I am on it. Um, frequent. Uh, voice on i'm the villain <laughs> if you want to send messages saying whether you prefer hard out or hard stop yes yeah. it's, been, it's been a big point of contention for this group two of us say hard out one says hard stop so yeah so go ahead and uh let us know go ahead and um, tell deandre he's wrong shout out to uh whoever said that we were all looking fine in that pick you know who you are thank that you a hey, shout out hey i love her that's my that's my girl <laughs> That's my girl. Um, <laughs> um, Instagram is um, at three three disc changer. changer. Um, you got it right. Gmail wow. is three dcpod at gmail dot com. Um, Make sure to us. review us on iTunes or wherever you guys listen to uh, your podcast. That actually helps out quite a bit. Probably helps out more than responding to anything that we do. Um, is reviewing. <laughs> yeah, <us>. honestly. Um, <laughs> hey, yeah, throw us five stars. Quit playing, man. Y'all playing. Um, mm. I guess that can be the last thing we say. <laughs> <laughs> Quit playing. I hard out in like thirty seconds. So, All time right. to go. <laughs> bye. bye. bye.